several of my new patrons shared why they decided to support the podcast, and I'll share what they shared with me. And here's what Alexis said. I have some problems with insomnia and anxiety. This podcast helps me to relax. Um, thank you for the pledge, Alexis, and for sharing that you have insomnia and anxiety. I, I think when other listeners hear that many others of you struggle with these conditions, it, you know, provides some additional support and comfort that, you know, you're not alone or it's not a, a super rare thing from many people. The next reason and feedback is from Autumn. I decided to become a patron of Sleep Whispers because I know from listening to previous episodes how much time and effort it takes Harris to create each episode of this beautiful podcast. To me, that sort of dedication deserves some recognition of some kind. And this is the least I could think to do. So thank you, Harris. And keep up the good work. Thank you, Autumn. And I am always surprised how much longer it takes me each episode, I always, and I don't know if I'm a slow learner, but I think, okay, I'll, I'll just get this done in one or two hours, but it always takes me more than several hours to do each episode, <laughs> and so sometimes I'll start on a Friday later in the day, and I don't get finished preparing it, so it carries over into Saturday, and sometimes I start on Saturday, it carries over into Sunday, and I, I'm sure part of it is just things that I do that I don't really need to do, and so my own, I don't know if it's OCD or being anal, just makes everything longer than it should be. I don't know. I hear some other podcasters say to people, you know, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, then just go for it. Just do it. And I think it's great to encourage people. But they need to be aware that it does time than you expect. So anyway, I 
as this long ramble is, it amazes me, Autumn, that you realize that. Because I hear other podcasts, and my first thought is, oh, this probably doesn't take that long. And then I realize, uh, it probably takes longer than I think. The next feedback is from Micah. Here's what she shared. I tried listening to other podcasts to fall asleep, but this one is superior to them all. Sometimes I fall asleep right away, and sometimes it takes a bit. But it is always relaxing and enjoyable either way. I figured it wasn't too hard to just pledge a little bit each month to help Harris and support his podcast that we all enjoy so much. Thank you, Micah. And I'm the same way about falling asleep. Like, sometimes... I sunk out right away, and then sometimes, and I don't know why, it will just seem to take me over an hour to fall asleep. And the, the frustration isn't always that it takes me longer. The frustration is not knowing how long it's going to take me to fall asleep. I guess it's both. It's this mix of both. I I think my hope is that someday maybe I'll have some kind of you know virtual assistant or artificially intelligent pillow or something, and it will let me know when I crawl into bed how long it will take me to fall asleep. it would tell me in a in a whisper voice <laughs> like hello Harris your estimated time to fall asleep tonight is 34 minutes <laughs> uh, I think that'd be kind of comforting and just knowing how long that would take or maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. And the last note from one of my new patrons is from Dinklump. Your voice is a gift, and I am comforted by it. And you have a great sense of humor and repartee. Thank you, Dink Lump. <laughs> and you, you definitely must be in tune with my humor because you know the name Dink Lump <laughs> makes me want to giggle. <laughs> I thank, thank you to all my new patrons and all my patrons for 
supporting my podcast. I also received some emails over the past few weeks, and I'll share those. This one came from Barbara, and here's what it said. I loved the story of the box of robbers. Who knew? (laughs) Yeah, that was my first story time episode. So thanks for the feedback, Barbara. And so yeah, it's interesting that the the author who wrote The Worst of Oz has written like all these other stories also. So I I found that kind of neat and interesting. And I also realized or I kind of realized this before, but I don't think I ever explained it when I talked about the new storytime episode format. But another benefit of these new storytime episodes is it allows me to do a whole story. So if you hear me do any stories in the older episodes, they were usually as part of a menu episode. And there wasn't enough time at the end of those episodes to read an entire story. So you always used to get just a part of a story. So that's just another thing I like about the the new dedicating a whole episode to one story. I also received an email from Chloe. And here's what she said. Dear Harris, I'm sure you get emails like this all the time, but I think assuming that often puts people off saying nice things. So I just wanted to let you know, whether it reaches you or not, that your podcast has been a massive comfort to me the last couple of months. I have difficulty sleeping, and only fairly recently started using podcasts to help, but they're just never quite the right thing. It turns out that Sleep Whispers is the perfect formula for me, and it's so reassuring knowing that if I can't sleep, it will be there to soothe. I think it's a brilliant idea and must have taken some real commitment to start the project up and see it through. I'm sure you already know it, but just want you to know that it's very much appreciated. I look forward to future episodes. All the best. Chloe in the UK. Thank you for the email and the 
you are aware that you're going to fall asleep right away, and you don't want anything too interesting or too engaging. So, I call that my, my level one or type one episode, and that's the, the new fade out episodes, which start off with the tuck-in, and then the fade-outs are, uh, I mean, they're, they're kind of boring, and they're meant to be, but they're also rhythmic, or hypnotic, they're meant to be the most calming, speak. I try to keep it very consistent and even-toned. So I do guided relaxations on the fade-outs, poems, uh, lists of words, and I can't remember what else, but you will be, those will be the styles in all the future fade-out episodes. And Autumn, you also sent me a photo to add to the website. And it is a beautiful photo. It, to me, it, and I don't think you said where you took the photo. I don't think so. But when I look at it, Looks like a scene from Scotland, which is kind of ridiculous for me to say, because I've never been to Scotland, so, but that's the first thing I thought of. Uh, so, Autumn allowed me to share that on my website. So, it's this panoramic scene of a road in a countryside. these old-style rock walls on the side. So you can see it uh, on the website. There's tabs at the top. And so just hit the one that says Photos. And Autumn's photo should be the first one. And it's titled journey. And the last new email is from Marina. And here's what she shared. Hi, Harris. I hope you are well. I'm a Spanish lady that lives in London. And I have to say, I can't sleep anymore without listening to your podcast. Sometimes I just find hilarious the argument you talk about, like the episode about the table etiquette. But I never get to listen to it 
because they usually fall asleep in the first ten minutes. So thank you very much for your work, and I hope you never stop doing it. I would love to listen to something related to Carpe Diem or how we should all enjoy life at the moment we are living in. Many thanks again, and I wish you the best luck with everything. Thank you, Marina, and your topic suggestion for something about Carpe Diem is a great one, and I've added it to my list of future potential topics. I don't think I'm very good at living in the moment. I'm always thinking about deadlines and things I need to get done or things I should get done or other things I could be doing with my time rather than relaxing. Sometimes I just feel guilty if I'm not doing something I judge as productive. And I think that's probably where a lot of my stress comes from. So it would be helpful to me to even learn more about how to live in the moment because I'd probably feel a lot less stressed. Great suggestion. I've received a couple of new reviews on Apple Podcasts. The first one is from E.G. Styles from the U.S., and here's what he shared. Amazing. Great podcast. It's very relaxing. And I love how every episode starts with the same piano music and a warm hello. My name is Harris. It really sets the tone of the podcast. Well, thank you for that feedback, E.J. Styles. I almost changed my intro. So when I went on sabbatical or whatever you want to call it, when I recently took December off and I considered a lot of different changes for the podcast... One of those considerations on the list was to somehow redo the intro. And I just felt unsure if I should or not. And I had put down a note with a question mark. Change intro question mark. 
and I didn't do it. And so sometimes feedback will help me change things and make the podcast better. And sometimes feedback like yours, E.G., keeps me from making a change that actually might not be a good thing. So thank you. The other new review is from L.O.B. in the U.S. Here's what it says. I'm so happy I found this podcast. His voice is so relaxing, and I love the intro music. I used to fall asleep to YouTube videos playing on my iPad, but this is much more convenient, consistent, and relaxing. Thank you for the review, L.O.B., and it's funny that you and E.G. Styles both mention the intro music. For anyone who's been listening to the podcast from the very beginning, that was not the original intro music. For the first three episodes, I used something different. And then on my own, meaning I didn't receive any negative feedback about it, I just decided I didn't like it. And so I changed it for all the future episodes. And I also went back and I removed the old music from those first three episodes and replaced it with the current music you now hear. So, I am sticking with it. Otherwise, what I'm envisioning, I paused because I'm just envisioning what these reviews would have said. They would have been, the podcast is relaxing, but too bad he changed the music. I like the old music. So again, it just it's very helpful when I know from feedback what I should change and what I know from feedback what I shouldn't change. And I'll finish up this episode with sharing several new responses I've had to the survey. So for each person, I'll share their feedback about the podcast and also some have some relaxation tips which you might find helpful. The first feedback is from Rich. And here's what he shared. I've only just started listening, and it was very helpful getting to sleep last night. Thank you. 
and here's some relaxation tips from Rich. I use some form of exercise daily. It leaves me feeling much better about myself and much less stressed. Rich, you are so right about exercise. I usually try to exercise every week, but this week I skipped going to the gym, and now when I lay down, when I, when I go to sleep at night, I feel guilty and a little bit upset at myself for, you know, just not forcing myself and, and sticking to that commitment of making sure that I exercise or get to the gym on a regular basis. So that's a great reminder. And I am getting back to exercising next week. Next new survey response is from Eric G. And here's his feedback about the podcast. My favorite episodes are the Whisperpedias and when the fade out is a guided relaxation. I tend to be awake at the end and the guided relaxation really helps me fall asleep. I really like the intro for every episode. The warm. Hello, my name is Harris. Really sets the tone for relaxation. Also, I'm very interested in where the piano in the intro music is from. Eric also has some relaxation tips for you. To help myself fall asleep, I usually take deep breaths, hold them, and then slowly release my breath. Also, hypnosis and ASMR videos help. I'm with you, Eric. I also love ASMR videos. They help me discover my enjoyment of whispering and how it relaxes me. And of course, it was a huge inspiration for me to create this podcast. And you asked about the music. The music is Chopin Piano Sonata Number no. 2, Opus 35-3. And the reason I, I chose 
that intro music, or, you know, one of the major reasons is I was looking for something with a slow beats per minute, and that intro music is one of the slowest beats per minute I could find for something that also felt relaxing to me. The next new survey response is from Nick, and here's what she shared about the podcast. The Gilligan's Island Whisperpedia episode is my favorite episode. And she has some relaxation tips for you. ASMR YouTube videos. Yep, another ASMR video lover. And also, Nick, great to hear that you liked the Gilligan's Island episode. That was a listener recommendation. And so I've heard from several of you that you really enjoyed the Gilligan's Island episode. So I'll be doing another TV show for Whisperpedia episode in the future. I don't know which one yet. Here is feedback from Robin about the podcast. I love the Whisperpedia episodes. The one about turkeys is my favorite so far. I'd love to hear more nature-based Whisperpedia episodes on different types of animals or about northern lights and how they work or the ocean. Robin also has some relaxation tips. Shower before bed and quiet time. And fix vapor rub. Robin, thanks for the Whisperpedia suggestions. They are great ones. And I've added them to my list of future topics. And I also agree with you about showering before bed. And, like, I noticed it accidentally. You know, like, I didn't first do it because I thought it would help me relax and fall asleep quicker. But I've noticed sometimes it does. And I wonder if it's because it warms up, like, my core. And that just helps relax me. I don't know. The next new survey response is from Dinklump. And here's what she shared for feedback about the podcast. I really enjoyed the Kiss biography episode. Your delivery is just relaxing, but I also enjoyed the trivia about Gene Simmons. 
until I fell asleep. And here's some relaxation tips. Yoga has helped me calm down my mind. Your voice is just my reward for a busy day. Love it. Well, Dinklump, great to hear you enjoyed the Kiss and Gene Simmons episode. There were so many bands to choose from that it probably took me two hours to decide of what the band was going to be because I kept reading about different bands and not knowing if it was interesting enough and it would appeal to most people. So, thank you for sharing it. You enjoyed it. And thank you for the personal note you added about future topics. I have added them to my list. Thank you. And the last new survey response is from Tiffer J. Here's her feedback about the podcast. I like the Whisperpedias the best, especially the one on the Loch Ness Monster. That one got me hooked. Melatonin was good too. And Kiss. I tend to find the articles more calming than when you ramble. I love when you whisper laugh. It's charming. I have a love-hate relationship with how often I fall asleep while listening to you. On one hand, I'm relaxing and falling asleep. But on the other hand, I'm missing out on the ending all the time. It's a good problem to have. Thank you. And here's some relaxation tips. I like calming oils sprinkled in my pillow. I agree with you, Tiffer, that when I read articles, it's more calming than when I ramble, like in chat episodes. I think these chat episodes are more engaging to the brain because my topics are somewhat scattered and all over the place, like there's no theme. The speed I talk at, I think that also changes. I might get excited in one part and then I'm just reading slowly in another part. But in other episodes, like the Whisperpedia episodes, Storytime episodes, and Fade Out episodes, I definitely work 
a lot harder, or I keep myself more focused to keep my tone and pace even, so it can be more lulling and calming. The next update is that I may have some new or a new logo for the podcast. So it's, I think technically it's called Podcast Art is the little square art thing or visual or logo, I guess, that you see for the podcast when you go to subscribe to it or when you see the episodes in your podcast player. This has come about because Joseph, who's one of my listeners, so thank you, Joseph. Joseph looked at the art and said, I think it could be a little bit better. And Joseph redesigned it and created a new logo. And some of the words that he used to describe this new logo are simple, elegant, and here's the best part of his description, matches the production quality of the audio, which is a great compliment. Yes, I do try to make the audio good quality, and so he's right that I should have the the icon or the logo or the podcast art. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, best represent the actual podcast. So he designed a new logo and he made it to all the correct specifications that I would need to utilize it and submit it. So what I've done is I'm leaving it up to you all to help me choose between should I keep the old logo or should I go with this new logo. What I did is I loaded both logos into my survey. When you open up the survey now, one of the first questions is which logo do you prefer? And it shows the old logo right next to this new logo. choose. So if you've never taken the survey before, this is a a great time because it would help me decide what to do about 
the podcast art. And so far, I've I only have two votes about the the podcast art, so I can't really I don't feel I can make a decision on just two votes. So that'd be super helpful. And there's another new reason to take the survey. I have another new question in there about the new episode I did last week. So I did a new episode type called Trivia Time. And I simply read trivia questions and then shared the answer to each question. And I, I don't know yet if that was a good idea as a as a new type of episode. I think there's pros and cons to it. But I I, I don't know if it's something that I should do more of in the future. So that's also a new question that's in the survey. So if you haven't taken the survey yet, it'd be super helpful uh, to help me make those decisions on the podcast art and on the Trivia Time episodes. If you have taken the survey already, it's not a big deal if you just go ahead and take it again with these new questions. Or if you want, you can just open up the survey and look at the two types of podcast art and then let me know in an email whether you like the old one or the new one. And then also in that email, let me know about what you think of the Trivia Time episode. And, oh, yeah, I guess if you, I guess anyone can do that. <laughs> so I'm just rambling about all the different ways you can let me know. However you want to let me know, just <laughs> let me know. On to another topic. Something kind of strange happened several weeks ago. I was in the Apple Podcast app and I was looking at the the top podcasts in different categories. And I was scrolling through the top 200 podcasts in the health category. And as, as I was scrolling by, I saw this podcast at position number 150, which, depending how much you know you know about these lists, may not sound great, but to appear on the top 200 podcasts in health 
is, for, for my podcast, amazing. And I was so shocked, and I, I didn't know why my podcast was there, because I know it's not that popular for it to be in the top 200, unless something happened recently that I wasn't aware of. And sure enough, something had happened that I had no idea about until Clay and Cynthia told me. Here is the the first alert I received, which was from Clay. And it was a, a website comment. Here's what it says. FYI, you are the answer on an NPR quiz show this weekend. I think it was Ask Me Another, but I'm not sure. One of the contestants got it right because they listened to it. Cool. The question was... Which of these is a real podcast? <laughs> and then I also received an email from Cynthia. And here's what Cynthia said in her email. Did you know that Sleep Whispers was on? Ask Me Another podcast this week. They had a section about podcasts as to whether they are real or fake. And Sleep Whispers was one of the choices. The guy that was guessing said he thought it was real and that it sounded like something he'd listen to. It's funny when my podcasts cross-pollinate. <laughs> so thank you, Clay and Cynthia, for alerting me that my, that my podcast was a trivia question on another podcast. And when I... <laughs> So, Clay, when I received your comment, because that was the first one I received, I didn't believe it. I thought you'd made a mistake. I figured you misheard them mention some other podcast, and then just thought it was my podcast. So, my apologies for thinking, oh, Clay, you're probably drunk or sleepy or distracted and there's just no way they would have talked about my podcast on an NPR podcast. So I went and I checked and sure enough, Clay and Cynthia, you were both 100% correct. 
this show created a bunch of questions and they would ask the contestants, is this podcast real or fake? And so they asked, is a Sleep Whispers podcast where this guy whispers and rambles to help put people to sleep? And just as Cynthia said, the, the guy guessing said he thought it was real and it would be something you would listen to. So if you want to hear this, it's on the podcast called Ask Me Another. The episode is dated February 9th. 2018. It's the episode featuring Chris Hadfield. And if you want to fast forward right to the point where they mention my podcast, go to minute 32. So, 32 minutes in is when they mention my podcast. Again, thank you, Clay and Cynthia, for that alert, which then explained why my podcast uh, flipped onto the top 200 health podcasts. I'd like to thank my new Patreon supporters. Thank you, Emma, Scott, Rebecca, and Diane. And also thank you to Amy, who increased her pledge. Scott and Becca both shared with me why they decided to support the podcast. Here's what Scott shared. This is a small token of my appreciation for helping me avoid many a sleepless night. Thanks again, Harris. And here's what Becca shared. I have a mild health issue which interrupts my sleep all the time. You, bless you, have given me a way to sleep through the night. I'm really grateful for your work. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scott and Becca, for sharing those reasons. It really gives me and this podcast great purpose and motivation knowing how helpful it is to you both. So thank you. And thank you to everyone supporting my podcast. I've also received a website comment from Lois. And he 
is what she wrote. I use your whispers to fall asleep. Keep up the good work. Please do a whisperpedia on celestial navigation. It's so calming and fascinating. My stresses throughout the day won't stop running around in my head. It's like a squirrel cage. The quiet whispering of interesting facts causes me to focus on other things, and I fall asleep within five to ten minutes. Well, Lois, you and I both have squirrels in our brains that just run around and make a lot of racket when we're trying to fall asleep. So, I'm happy to hear my podcast. It's your squirrels like a tranquilizer dart. And thank you for the Whisperpedia suggestion. I've added it to my list of potential future topics, along with your name, so I can make sure to give you credit for suggesting it. I've received several new reviews in Apple Podcasts, and the first one is from BritDev3 in France. And what's interesting about this one for me is it's in French. So, I really didn't know what it said. I had to plug it into a translation program. I will read it to you in French. But if you've been with me for a while, then you know I don't know French. So if you do, this is going to sound horrible to you. Alright, here goes. Bonne nuit. Merci beaucoup pour ce super podcast to end zen attitude. <laughs> That's the whole review, thank goodness, or else I would have been damaging your ears with my... I wouldn't even call it bad French because it's... It's not French, it's just me reading words that I don't understand. Alright, here is the translation. Good night. Thank you very much for this great podcast with a Zen attitude. So thank you, Brit Dave 3, and apologies for my horrible inability to speak French. The next review is from Rachel Lynn Call in the U.S. And here's what it says. 
never heard of this type of method to help people fall asleep. So, hearing it the first time was somewhat strange. I actually thought for a moment that this was a little too freaky for me. But then, after about five minutes, I started liking it. I maybe lasted ten minutes, and I was fast asleep. I woke up later with it still playing and thought how great the podcast worked. I have no idea what the episode was about because I fell asleep within ten minutes. Rachel, your review actually made me realize something. I've always thought that people either like whispering or hate whispering. Or for my podcast, either like my whispering or they hate my whispering, my voice, I don't know. But you didn't fall into either one of those categories. That you started off unsure and then you liked it. And what I realize is I think I'm doing my introduction wrong because I start off in my introduction speaking the way I'm speaking now, which is, you know, slowly, and it's, it's intimate, it's me whispering to you, into your ears, and that's what I sensed happened for you, and probably happens for a lot of people is you turn this podcast on for the first time and all of a sudden you have someone whispering to you in a very personal way and it makes sense that that doesn't feel right and it makes sense that that feels strange and so a lot of people who don't like it you know, turn it off right away which I'm saying makes sense to me. But for some reason, you stuck with it. And I think what happened is you started liking it because you were getting used to me. You were becoming comfortable with this stranger just whispering to you. And the more you listened, the less I felt like a stranger, or more importantly, the less you maybe felt threatened or uncomfortable with this person suddenly just popping into your ear and and whispering to you like they knew you really well. And that makes sense to me. 
problem is how do I re well I don't think I'm going to redo my intro I think I'm just stuck with this problem of first time listeners it's not going to feel comfortable it's it's like having someone just appear next to you out of a crowd and just start whispering in your ear. If I were to, say, restart a brand new whispering podcast, maybe I might whisper a little bit faster right at the beginning so it doesn't feel as intimate, but even that may not be a good solution. Maybe you start talking in a normal voice and then transition into a whisper. I don't know. But anyway, Rachel, you've, you've made me understand, I think, a little bit better as to what happens for people who, who do feel uncomfortable first, which may have happened for most of you, but then you stuck with it, and you became comfortable because some part of you started feeling more like you could trust my voice. I don't know. I don't know if that's the explanation. I'm still thinking about this. But anyway, thank you, Rachel. That was a, it was a very interesting review that made me think about what make, oh my god, I'm rambling so much. Alright, I'm just going to go on. <laughs> the squirrels in my brain are going pretty active right now. The last new review I've recently received is from Joseph in the UK. And here's what he wrote. This podcast is a wonderful way to relax before sleep. It provides the perfect amount of mental activity to coax the mind into relaxation, but without being overstimulating. The sound quality and pacing is perfect. I would highly recommend this podcast for anybody who is looking for a source of calm and relaxation. Joseph, you are a wordsmith. I love your words. Coax the mind into relaxation. Something so inviting and calm about those words that I want to add that or put that into the description of my podcast somehow. I think I think I used a metaphor about like 15 minutes ago that my podcast is like a tranquilizer dart. That is not a calm, inviting picture.
So instead of it being like a tranquilizer dart to squirrels, it's more like a sedative in some nuts and then fed to the squirrels. <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. But I, I like your concept of coaxing the mind into relaxation rather than hitting someone with a tranquilizer dart. You have a better, you have a better visual than I did. I'll finish off with several new responses that I've had to the podcast survey. I'll share the the feedback from each person about the podcast and also share their relaxation tips that they have for you. The first new survey feedback is from Cynthia and Here's what she shared about the podcast. I like all the episodes. I often fall asleep before you even get to the episode's main content. And here's some relaxation tips from Cynthia. I do some intentional breathing. Sometimes I count backwards from 500. I have a couple of Spotify playlists that are good, especially if I have a song stuck in my head that needs to be cleansed. I know what you mean, Cynthia, about getting songs stuck in your head. Today, I was listening to a lot of news stories uh, as podcasts, and a big news story right now is that the Toys R Us chain is closing all their stores, and so they keep playing the jingle from the Toys R Us commercials. I'm not going to sing it, and I'm not going to say it, because then I'll just be doing to you what I'm complaining about. But anyway, I could use a Spotify playlist right now to cleanse that jingle out of my brain. It's just, it's keeping the squirrels running around. Next new survey feedback is from Row. Here's what they wrote. I love the Whisperpedia episodes. Burning Man, Melatonin, and Hypnos the God of Sleep are among my favorites. I love it when you talk about arts and culture as well as generally sleep-related things. 
rambles. Your perspectives on things are so interesting and entertaining. This podcast has helped me so much on nights when my thoughts are going crazy. Your podcast helps me distract myself from myself and focus on your voice alone. Of course, I often face the predicament where sometimes the content is too interesting to be sleep-inducing, but I don't want that to change at all. And here's some relaxation tips from Ro. My therapist has taught me to use the leaves on a stream technique whenever my thoughts get overwhelming. I acknowledge the presence of my thoughts one by one and imagine them floating away like leaves down a stream. Taking a moment to breathe deeply can also help to center yourself and relax a bit. I also find it very helpful to simply count. I like the leaves on the stream technique row. I've, I've never heard of that. Wow, what a wonderful and relaxing visual it is that I can just see these leaves being placed on a small stream, the, the kind of leaves where the edges are slightly curled up so they sit on the water with great buoyancy just hold them by their stem, put them in the water, and then just watch them drift down the stream. I'm putting myself to sleep. But what a great technique for when you have stressful thoughts is to either turn them into those leaves or them on the leaves. It also reminds me of making a little paper boats and putting them into little rivers. I used to do that as a kid. But of course, now that I'm an adult, I realize that's littering. <laughs> so don't do that. Use leaves. Next new survey feedback is from Joseph, and here's what he shared. The most effective type of episode I've heard thus far is the meta chat. Without fail, it leaves me feeling relaxed and ready to sleep. I only started listening to your podcast recently, 
I find this particularly effective in crowded public places, where I can escape to a completely different auditory environment. Another great place to use these sounds is in the library while studying. Silent sections can feel overwhelmingly quiet, and nature sounds can help soothe the atmosphere. Wow, Joseph, thank you for all your great feedback and your support. You also provided some great ideas. The poems by Wordsworth and Byron doing more transcripts. And, oh, you mentioned reading instruction manuals. Which, yeah, you're right. I mean, that would not be exciting to read. But that's the point, right? That, but you're, but you're so right. Like, you, you understand that, or you know that I usually do like to read something that I find interesting. But everything that you recommended right there are all suitable for future fade-out episodes. And those are the ones where I do try my best not to pick something that's super interesting. So yes, you can watch for an instruction manual or maybe some Byron poems coming up on some future fade-out episodes. And you warm my heart by noticing the effort that I've put into making the audio sound clean and noise-free. When I record, I try as much as possible to minimize any external noise getting in, and then I select all my equipment based on what creates the least internal noise, because that's where that hiss and static sound can come from. And then after I record, I run my audio file through a piece of software which is used by professional audio engineers in the film industry to further remove any noise and static sounds. It's called Isotope RX Advanced. And it's expensive, but it's, it's worth it because it does an incredible job. I've tried other software and nothing does, does it as well as this software. And then as I'm editing the audio, I'm looking through it visually in the spectrogram, and I'm looking for any strange sounds, because strange sounds still slip in occasionally. 
and then I clean out to the best that I can. As long as I can find them all, I clean out, basically like an eraser function of any sounds that I consider like noise and something that might alert the brain somehow. So thank you again for all that great feedback and your relaxation tips. The next new survey feedback is from Icarus, and here's what he wrote. My favorite episodes are the fade-outs and sleep whispers is the best podcast I've ever listened to. I listen to it when I sleep and whenever I need to just calm down. And here's a relaxation tip for you. Listen to piano music. I like piano music also. Especially relaxation purposes, just very simple, slow piano music. I don't want it to sound happy and uplifting. I dislike someone who can be really patient on the piano and just tap on occasional keys without needing to create anything too complex. Oh, I find that so soothing. But I also find it hard to find. I think George Winston, I used to listen to him a long time ago, and he had a couple compositions that were just so nice and simple. Just occasional, occasional tickling of the keys, you might say. I don't know. That sounds goofy. <laughs> the next new survey feedback is from Alexis. And here's what she wrote. My favorite episode has been the Whisperpedia episode about the Loch Ness Monster. I am present to the compassion and caring it takes to create a podcast that actually helps people who have anxiety or insomnia to sleep. Thanks for that. And here's a relaxation tip from Alexis. The Medcline Acid Reflux System. It's a support pillow that actually gives you the sensation of being hugged or supported during sleep. Alexis, I did have to look up what you meant with the Medcline Acid Reflux System. I had never heard of that, and I thought I was going to come across some 
prosthetic stomach device. Like, I, I had no idea what I was going to discover. Here's my, um, my description, which hopefully it's, it's at least somewhat accurate. It's like the combination of a large body pillow along with a, like a foam ramp that you rest your upper torso on. And so the purpose of this is to help you sleep at an incline. And by sleeping at a slight incline, it should reduce the ability of acid from your stomach to splash up or get up into your esophagus to cause the pain or discomfort associated with acid reflux. So I, I hope I describe that kind of appropriately. But that's that's my summary. So that's a great tip because I'd never heard of that. And no one's ever mentioned that before. But I have experienced acid reflux as I'm going to sleep. And there is a dull pain. And I can see how that could be a problem for some people falling asleep. So... I think that's a great suggestion. The next survey feedback is from Nadia. And here's what she shared. I really enjoyed episode 105 story time, The Box of Robbers. There's nothing to change. I really enjoy the episodes. Thank you. And Nadia's relaxation tip to you is two words. Whale music. So here's something I don't think I've ever shared on the podcast before, Nadia. I love sperm whales, and I also enjoy whale music. I don't listen to it often, and I should, but I have some kind of strange affection for sperm whales, and I love paintings of sperm whales, and like when they carve sperm whales out of wood, plaques of sperm whales. I don't know, it's strange to to love or have affection for an animal that you can't really hug or pet. I don't think I want to pet sperm whale. That doesn't sound good for either one of us. Next new survey feedback is from Scott. Here's what he shared. My favorite episode was the Back from Sabbatical episode, and I love this podcast. I look forward to listening to it every night. 
Thanks for helping me relax and get a restful night's sleep. And here's a relaxation tip to you. I read for at least half an hour before bed. Scott, I'm glad you liked this sabbatical episode. I may do something similar next year, which is, you know, take that time off during the holidays in December so I can enjoy the holidays a little bit more. And then also use that time to make major decisions about how to improve the podcast. So maybe the the back from sabbatical episode might be an annual thing. Which I don't think makes sense because and I hear you word nerds out there thinking this technically a sabbatical is every seven years. I don't know the term for doing that every year. That'd be an anatical. No, that sounds too much like the word anal. I don't know. Alright, I think I'm starting to get a little silly. The last survey feedback is from Kevin B. Here's his feedback about the podcast. I love how you whisper in every episode, and it's good whispering, and there's no background noise, which is awesome. I just love the podcast. And his relaxation tips for you. Listen to this podcast if you're trying to fall asleep. And trust me, you will, in a matter of minutes. Kevin, I'm so happy to hear that you noticed the lack of background noise. So I, Joseph also, kind of talked about this, and I explained some of my processes for inhibiting background noise and then getting rid of it. Having a clean sounding podcast was definitely my goal from the very beginning. I had listened to a lot of other podcasts before I created this one. And a lot of them had a loud hiss in them that that white noise sound, and then some have like microphone banging, which in some of my early episodes I struggled with that also. I think I've mostly fixed it. And sometimes you can hear voices in the background, or the person trying to relax you coughs or clears their throat, and it's jarring. Those are jarring sounds. So, sometimes I do 
sneeze or or make loud sounds that wouldn't be good. But then I make sure to clear those out because you don't want to hear that. Let's begin with the voting results of the podcast Art Designs I talked about in the last chat episode. Joseph had submitted a new potential logo design for my podcast art, which I really liked his design. And so, I put it up to vote, and I added a new question to my podcast survey that allowed people to see my current logo and see this new logo, and they could vote between the two. And I received 34 votes, which... I'm ecstatic about, so thank you for voting and sharing your feedback. And here are the results of the voting. 53% voted to keep the original, and 47% voted for Joseph's design. And probably by statistical significance, there's really no difference there. That you could go either way with, you know, which design was considered better. But what it highlighted to me is that Joseph is correct by saying that maybe I need to create some better podcast art. And, interestingly, I received another email from another listener who also had some new podcast art ideas. And this was submitted by Cordiano. So now, I've created another survey with four design options in it. There's the original slash current logo. There's the one which was submitted by Joseph. There's the new one submitted by Cordiano. And then I took another stab at another potential logo design. So now you have four options to choose from. And I think another important thing I did that's different this time is it's a new separate survey. So instead of adding a question to my normal survey, which many of you have already taken, I created a very super short new survey, which really just, it shows you the designs, and then you just vote, or you rate 
each design, and that's really the whole survey. So you don't need to worry about if you've taken the podcast survey before. This one is now open to everyone. There's a link to this new super short survey in the show notes of this episode and also on my website. And the link will be open for several weeks, basically until my next chat episode, and then I'll share the results. I'd like to now thank my new supporters of the podcast on Patreon, or from Patreon. Thank you to Tina, Noel, Tim, Molly, Edwin, S. June, David, Alyssa, and Martin. And also, thank you to Milica and Monica for refreshing your pledges. Several of my new patrons also shared why they decided to support the podcast. Here's what Martin shared. I find Harris's podcast to be the best I know to bring me much needed relaxation and sleep. Thank you so much. Here's what Alyssa shared. I love the podcast and need to hear more of your voice. Molly shared the following. Your voice is perfect for drifting off to sleep. I especially love the Wikipedias. And finally, Here's some thoughts from Tim. This high-quality podcast is very effective at getting me to sleep. I've been using the strategy of listening to talking books or long documents read by a speech synthesizer for as long as I can remember. Your podcast works far better because the whispering helps to make it more relaxing and the well-structured episodes last long enough that I'm usually asleep long before I need to start a new one on my device. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. It really makes a big difference. I really hope I can keep maintaining the, the, the quality that you expect and deserve. And in that endeavor, I've been doing more.
experimental testing of new microphones. I've probably bought 40 to 50 different microphones. I know that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Trying to find the best one for whispering. And you can't just Google the best microphone for whispering. There's, there's no reviews. There's plenty of reviews for talking and singing and playing musical instruments. But I've discovered that a microphone that works well for one reported function doesn't mean that it works well for whispering. So I just have to keep experimenting with different pairs of microphones because I always buy them as a set so I can do my ear-to-ear whispering. So I have just bought a new set myself, I sound like an addict making a promise that this will be my last one. But these are really top quality. And I've done a bunch of testing with all, not all the other microphones I've purchased, but the, the ones that are the best that I had before. And these microphones other best microphones. There, these microphones are Sennheiser MKH416 shotgun microphones, and they're used for TV and movies for recording. The, the price was ridiculous. But if these are my final microphones, it'll be well worth it. Because i got to stop buying and testing microphones. I just have to settle on a, a set. And so what I noticed with these is there's a, a richer detail to my voice than my prior microphones. And I'm, I'm not sure and confident that you'll be able to tell a huge difference. I don't know. You can compare between. But what I think is this, these microphones may be my, or are my best ones yet. Which doesn't mean this is as good as my audio will get. It just means I'm going to stop experimenting with microphones. And now shift my focus on testing different.
different techniques of, um, like microphone distance, angles, uh, my recording space, making changes to that to see if that improves it. I, I could try more expensive cables. I think my recorder is very, very good, but I know it's not the best out there, so maybe I do more experiments with my recorder. And I can also make adjustments to, or try adjustments to my noise removal software, which I actually did last week. So I went into my software I used to remove the noise, the background noise, and the inherent equipment noise, and I tried a bunch of different settings, and none of the new settings I tried sounded any better, and then I made a mistake. I forgot to put all the settings back to my original best setting. Which means, if you noticed a drop in the quality in last week's Storytime episode, then you have a very good ear, because I forgot to change back one of the settings, and I didn't notice it until after I published that episode. I noticed it when I was testing these new microphones, so that's been fixed. So, sorry about that if you noticed, but you can pat yourself on the back that you have very good ears. My podcast was mentioned in a newspaper recently. So I, I don't know if this is correct to call this a newspaper, a tabloid, or a tabloid newspaper. But it's The Sun, which is published in the UK, and of course online. The title of the article was, Is Your Job Killing You? Overall, the point of the article was to give you awareness and tips for working less, losing weight, and getting more sleep. So my podcast was mentioned, obviously, in the section about getting more sleep. And here's the, the short mention in the article, quote, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR, is a technique that can induce a hypnotic state of relaxation. Search ASMR Darling on YouTube or download the Sleep Whispers podcast free on iTunes for snooze-assisting sounds, end quote. Now, I know some of you are 
ASMR enthusiasts, and you know that ASMR Darling is a huge ASMR artist. I think she has over one million subscribers on YouTube. So for my podcast to be in the same sentence as ASMR Darling is pretty amazing. Do I think that the author of this article really listened to my podcast and that's why they recommended it? I'm not sure. I'm not I, I don't know if that how it would if that's how it would work. I think journalists are very busy and they're moving quickly from one deadline to another. So they have to be really efficient with their time. So I don't think they went to YouTube and they listened to 50 ASMR artists to decide the best one and then went on Apple Podcasts and listened to you know, 50 ASMR podcasts to decide which one to recommend. I think what they might do and what I would probably do if I was a journalist is just look at the reviews. So I think it was all the reviews that you wrote that helped this journalist that this was a podcast worth recommending. So, thank you. I mean, that's just highlights how helpful those reviews are, not just to individuals searching for a podcast to listen to, but I think it's helpful to journalists looking for something to recommend. Speaking of which, I've received several new reviews in Apple Podcasts in some different countries, including the UK. So maybe some of these helped to convince the journalist to recommend my podcast. The first one I'll share is from the United States. And this is from Drew Wall. Best ASMR podcast on the internet. I've listened to essentially every ASMR podcast on the internet. And this is easily the best one. Relaxing, amicable host, material, which is easy to relax to, and an extremely well-put-together show. This is quickly becoming a nightly habit for me, and I couldn't be happier. Thank you, Drew Wall. 
So that's a, I mean, that's a great example of how as a journalist, and I'm looking for something to recommend, that kind of review, I'd be like, okay, I think this is a safe recommendation. The next feedback or review is from Variable A, and this one was in the UK. Amazing and a great service. This is my first podcast review, as I really want to show my appreciation to the podcast creator. The new iTunes doesn't make it easy, but here I am after googling how to leave a review. The podcast hits this sweet spot between being interesting and yet making you fall asleep really quick. But what I'm really touched by is how genuinely the creator just wants to contribute to others by helping to ease anxiety, provide an interesting insight. I love the quote segment and find great topics or ways to talk, uh, sorry, whisper about something. Thank you for your kind work. Thank you, Variable A. And you're right about iTunes and Apple Podcast not always making it super clear and easy for how to leave a review. So I really appreciate you taking the time to, to figure it, figure that out. And the fact you, you did, and you put that effort into it, to write your first ever podcast review is a huge compliment. And I, I really appreciate that. Lois from Detroit submitted a very short but concise review. Here's what she wrote. Puts me to sleep every time. Thank you, Lois. And that, that definitely tells anyone who's wondering, does this podcast do what it's meant to do? And so when they see your feedback, it's nice and simple for them. Yep, that's the job. Puts me to sleep. The next feedback or review was from BJO1975 in Germany. And here's what it says. Brilliant idea. Not off like a small child again. I had a solid eight hours sleep last night. First in weeks. I'm a fan. Thank you for that wonderful review. And my new microphones are 
also from Germany. So I guess Sennheiser is a German company. And my prior microphones were also Sennheiser. So thank you for your great review. And to all of Germany for helping create my microphones. Helping me to record good quality audio. And the final review is from Chris Blackwell in the UK. Harris is the boss. He has the best, most soothing voice. I'm so glad that you're doing this podcast. Keep it up. Can you do an ASMR episode based on drummers throughout history? Thanks for the review, Chris, and for the suggestion for a Whisperpedia episode about drummers throughout history, which is a good suggestion because I don't know anything about drummers, really, and I usually do enjoy finding a topic and learning about something new, so I've added that to my potential future topics, so you can keep an eye out for that. On to some feedback about the new type of episode I created, Trivia Time Episodes. This is the new type of episode in which I read a trivia question and give you a couple seconds to think about it, and then I read the answer. And it's meant to be for when there's something that is keeping you from falling asleep because your mind is too focused on something stressful. That this is meant to engage your brain on something else, which is a pro and a con because. Sometimes it's best to not have your brain engaged by anything significant or interesting to fall asleep. So I really wasn't sure if this was going to be a good episode idea. So what I did was I added a new question into the survey several weeks ago get some feedback about this new Trivia Time episode, and thank you to 30 uh, of you who voted. Very helpful. Here is the uh, general results. The good news is that 66% of you who voted 
voted for it as favorable, meaning you selected either a number four or a number five as a positive rating of this episode. The bad news is that 23% of voters chose one or two, which means they viewed that new episode as unfavorable. Now that doesn't sound that bad, because the majority of voters voted it as favorable. But I've created a, a threshold in my voting results. And so if I compare trivia time to all my other current episode types, trivia time comes out to be almost three times more unfavorable than my other episodes. So here's how I run the numbers. For other episode types like Whisperpedia, chat episodes, storytime episodes, and fade-out episodes, the percent of votes for those currently that are unfavorable is only 7% or less trivia time has 23% of voters selecting it as unfavorable. And so one thing I've done over time is when something, an episode type, has that higher threshold of being unfavorable, I pull it out of the main podcast and I try to focus I try to focus this main podcast on just a few select of the most favorable episode types. Or else, if I just keep adding episode types, I start diluting out my episodes too much. So instead of waiting several episodes for a new Whisperpedia, you have to wait 10 episodes because I'm trying to get in all these other episode types. So here's the unfortunate decision I've made about trivia time is I'm going to shift it over into the bonus podcast because the bonus podcast is where I do my more experimental and less popular episode types. So if you are subscribed to the bonus podcast, then you can expect to see some upcoming Trivia Time episodes. Because I, I do like doing them. And I know for me, there's times when that's the type of episode I would want. Because... My brain needs something to chew on. 
share new survey responses. Since the last survey update, I've received 32 new responses, and that's a record. So thank you, everyone, for filling out the survey. I won't be able to share everyone's responses because it would take way too long. So I've just selected a few of the new responses and I'll share their feedback about the podcast and relaxation tips. first new response is from Becky, and here's what she shared about the podcast. The Whisperpedia episodes and the new chat episodes are my favorite. I love it. Keep up the good work. My whole life I've struggled to fall asleep within a couple hours. Since listening to your podcast for the last four months, I've only reached the end of an episode twice. Thank you so much for all that you do. And here's some relaxation tips from Becky. It's a bit unusual, but as someone who struggles to stop thinking, at 100 miles per hour at night, drinking coffee or any caffeinated drink really helps to focus thoughts in one place so it's easier to fall asleep. You're right, Becky, that that is an unusual relaxation tip. Pretty confident that you you are the first person to recommend drinking a caffeinated drink to help you fall asleep. But I like that you gave like a, a good explanation for how that helps you. Is that it helps to to focus your thoughts. So if it helps you, then also may help others. Thank you. The next feedback is from Cassie, and here's what she shared about the podcast. This podcast is very easy to decompress to. It's very calming. And here's some relaxation tips from Cassie. ASMR videos are my go-to, or visually pleasing videos like slime or kinetic sand. Journaling is also another thing I do, not necessarily to go to sleep, but to get my anxious thoughts out of my head. Is a great distraction. Breathing exercises are also very helpful. 
Cassie. If you enjoy ASMR videos, then you definitely know who ASMR Darling is. And you mentioned slime videos and kinetic sand videos. I'll share a little more information about that for other listeners who may not understand what you're referring to. So slime videos are considered pleasing videos because they show people playing with this slime-like material that's usually very colorful and sometimes has like glitter beads and other things added to it and it is very pleasing to look at and then kinetic sand is a special type of sand which also may have lots of colors in it great suggestions Cassie and I'm, I'm sure some people will be looking into those slime and kinetic sand videos to see what that's all about the next news survey response was from Evelyn I love the Whisperpedia episodes and the chat episodes. It's all fantastic. Keep up the amazing work, Harris. Thanks so much. Here's some relaxation tips from Evelyn. Instead of holding your eyes closed, just try relaxing them find them close themselves. It's like I'd forgotten how to sleep until recently. Evelyn, you're so right about relaxing your eyes. It's, it's very similar to that thing that you might have heard where if you smile, like force yourself to smile, it can make you feel happy. So similarly, 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 oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough word. Makes my tongue go upside down. In a similar manner, if you put your face <laughs> in a relaxed state, it makes you feel relaxed. So sure enough, just like you said, when I just let my eyes just droop a little bit and relax all of a sudden I I do, I feel tired that's a great tip the next new survey feedback is from Karina here's what she shared my favorite episodes are the fade-outs and also the Dodo Whisperpedia episode. I was already familiar with ASMR videos on YouTube and therefore I knew that whispering was a great technique to help me to relax and so I actively searched for a whisper podcast. 
I liked your podcast at once, and it always helps me to calm down and get sleepy. Unfortunately, I don't manage to fall asleep while it's still playing. I always try to listen too much to what you're saying, but that's just me. I have to turn it off and then try to fall asleep. But listening to it beforehand still helps. Karina, the same thing happens to me with some other whisper podcasts. There was a whisper podcast called ASMR Sleep Station, and it was one of my favorites for a long time. The host had to stop putting it out because of some significant health problems. I always wanted to hear the whole episode whenever he put one out, and so I'd want to fall asleep, but then I'd want to hear everything he had to say in the podcast. So it's like this catch-22. But I would do the same thing that you did is as soon as as it was over. I would be fighting sleep and then I'd just turn it off and go to sleep. The next new survey response is from Betty. Here's her feedback about the podcast. I love anything where you read. I love stories. I absolutely adore your podcast. And I have to say that whatever you do, I always enjoy it. And here's some relaxation tips from Betty. I take medication, but I find that eating cherries, which have melatonin in them, and drinking tea without caffeine works wonders. Betty, great tip about cherries. I didn't know they had melatonin in them. The challenge I have when I buy cherries is to stop eating them. I'll take the bag out from the fridge because I like them cold. And I'll be like, okay, I'll just have a couple cherries. And then I eat one, and then two, and then three, and four, and five. (laughs) Next thing I know, I have this small bowl filled with cherry bits. response is from Phyllis. Here's her feedback about the podcast. Fade outs are my favorite. I've given other help you sleep podcasts a true try, but I return to yours, Harris. Your whispering is the magic that helps me fall asleep. 
and here's our relaxation tips. I try not to watch TV or any screens before bed. I read in bed for 30-ish minutes and then switch off the light and put on sleep whispers. Phyllis, you are a better role model than I am. Sometimes, which means way too often, I tend to watch something right before I switch over to a podcast. And then I have this stack of books and some magazines next to my bed. And I never open those. But I know that reading usually does help me to fall asleep faster. But I'm too tempted to watch something on my mobile device. So I'm going to I'm going to try to be better, but I think I've shared this before, and I keep failing. The next new survey response is from Stephanie. Here's her feedback about the podcast. The episode about Greek mythology was my favorite. I love your voice. You've helped me to relax and sleep. Here's some relaxation tips from Stephanie. I write down my things to do for the next day. I also take herbal or flower-based pills. I like that idea, Stephanie, of writing down your to-do things. It's almost like you're transferring what you might be worried and stressed about from your mind onto a piece of paper. So that way you don't need to keep focusing on it because I think we do that to motivate ourselves or remind ourselves that this is something we need to take care of. But if you put that on a piece of paper, you've kind of transferred it out of your brain and now you can rest easy. I like that. The next feedback about the podcast is from Rainbow Muffin. Whisperpedia episodes are my favorite. try to get some more types of episodes, that would be great. But overall, it's pretty good. And some relaxation tips from Rainbow Muffin. Reading books can help you fall asleep or listening to soft, quiet music. I love your name, Rainbow Muffin. I love rainbows. I love muffins. So it's only natural that a rainbow muffin just brings me joy. I love it. <laughs> 
you bring up a great dilemma that I have, which is trying to find that balance of having a diversity of episodes, but not having too many episode types. So having a diversity of episode types, but not too many. So I'm sure I'll continue to experiment with different episode types. So you probably will see some more in the future. And then my challenge will be to make sure I don't create too many episode types. That's my little, that's my little dilemma. The next response is from Jim. Here's his feedback about the podcast. I can't say which episodes are my favorite because I enjoy listening to whispers. But if I must, I can honestly say I enjoyed the trivia or random facts podcasts. You are awesome. And Jim also has some relaxation tips. I like listening to rain or thunderstorms. No medication. Thanks for sharing your feedback about the trivia episodes. It was such a mix of responses I received. There were some people who explained that it was their favorite episode type, and some said they really, really disliked the trivia ones. So, uh, so I'm probably going to move those to the bonus podcast. Uh, it was our choice. The next response is from Christine B. Here's her thoughts about the podcast. The episode about Bob Ross was my favorite. I love the meditation episodes as well. I found the trivia episode interesting, but the episode kept me awake. Not a fan of that platform to help put one to sleep. And here's some relaxation tips from Christine B. Intercourse before bed always helps my husband and I feel relaxed enough to fall asleep. LOL. <laughs> Great tip, of course, Christine B. also great feedback about the trivia episode. So you heard the prior person who really liked it, and for you it, it didn't work as well. And I totally get that. It can be too engaging. So I, I, I don't think it's best for me to keep that episode type in my main podcast feed. So thank you for that feedback. The next response 
mini-sub. Here's what he shared about the feed, about the podcast. I love your rambles. I tend to listen to them in the background while I do school or while I'm doing small chores around the house. Also, just when I'm trying to sleep. And here's some relaxation tips from Minisub. I find that breathing deeply is the easiest way for me to relieve stress. I've gotten ASMR from The Andy Griffith Show, especially when Andy is fiddling with something in a drawer or papers in a filing cabinet. If you have not already discovered and enjoy slime videos and kinetic sand videos, then Minisub, you may like those because they're somewhat similar to Andy fiddling with something in a drawer or papers in a filing cabinet. I think what they all have in common is we get mesmerized by watching someone do something with their hands, whether it's playing with slime or fiddling with something. At least, that's what I've noticed for myself, because I enjoy all those things. And unboxing videos, which are basically just someone using their hands to do something. And it's just, it tends to be so relaxing. And I don't know why. Someone will figure it out someday. The next response is from Amy S. Here's her feedback about the podcast. I love the body scan one and the relaxation on a loop in the bonus episodes. These are essential weapons in my armory when in real need, but I love all your episodes. The ones that stand out in my memory are when you tell vignettes. My favorites are the sledding suitcase with your nephew, the Maroon 5 concert, and chasing the policeman. But my most favorite ones for their poignancy is when you've talked about your parents. Firstly, how you came to terms with who your dad is and how this helped you understand his perceived lack of interest. And then the episode when your mom wanted to come to the island with you and you drove around all day with your mom and dad. Your podcast has helped me beyond measure. I suffer with 3 to 5 a.m. insomnia. I now just put on my soft headphones, and there you are, whispering in my ear. It's so comforting, soothing, and reassuring. 
reassuring. Not just because of the sound of your voice and quality of your whisper, but because of your personality. You genuinely care about people, yourself, but also you have high standards. So it gives me a reassurance that you are taking care of things, that you love feedback, and you seek to improve the quality of your podcasts. I'm slightly deaf in my left ear, so I'm not a big fan of the ones which talk into the left and right mics. I have adjusted this in my accessibility and settings, so it's not too bad. I like to let the podcast play on a roll, but when it switches to one where you are turning the pages on a catalog, it can be a bit disturbing as I was fast asleep and then thought that a burglar was rummaging through my bedside drawer. Needless to say, I avoid those ones now. I rack up a few that I like or put them on repeat in the queue. And here's a relaxation tip from Amy. I like to count backwards from 100 while relaxing my face and body muscles. Wow, Amy, thank you so much. You said so many kind and heartwarming things. And you you really have listened to all the episodes because you remember all those small stories of of sprinkled throughout past episodes. You also pointed out something that I've never thought of, and that's how using two microphones and speaking into them separately can be a problem for some individuals. I'm so happy to hear that you you found a solution for that. So I'm going to repeat that again in case anyone else, for whatever reason, have trouble or challenges with the ear-to-ear method that I use sometimes. So what Amy shared is that she adjusted her settings in accessibility. So I, I don't know the exact path. But I think if you're on an iPhone or an iPad, you go into settings and then look for accessibility. And then I'm guessing from there, there's some kind of maybe a toggle switch that allows you to output all your audio as mono instead of stereo. So I'm guessing on that. So if you hear this, Amy, and 
have that exact pathway and or maybe I'll try to hunt it down then maybe I, I'll add that on to my website as a solution for anyone that does have challenges with the stereo aspect of this podcast. So thank you again for your very kind words and for that that important insight and helpful tip for others. The next new response is from Jonah W. Fake name. And here's his feedback. The episode about the box of robbers was my favorite. And I like all the reading episodes. Can you make things less exclusive to Patreon people? Because I don't have much money but would very like to see some things exclusive to Patreon people. And here's some relaxation tips from Jonah. I really like Bob Ross. His voice is relaxing, although he doesn't whisper. And the painting noises are calming. Jonah, you definitely highlight a challenge that I have with Patreon and supporting the podcast. How do I find that right balance of having some content that I can thank people thank people with for supporting the podcast? but not make it seem like I'm just keeping it from others, which is definitely not my intent. It's more meant to reward and, and thank and give back to those individuals that are giving to the podcast. And then there's a couple other reasons, of course, that I can't have too many episodes in my feed or the feed gets bogged down. And then there's some episode types that are not very popular because I'm eating or chewing or crinkling and making noise in the episodes. So I don't want those in the main podcast. And, and I think you understand all that. And what you're saying is that there's some stuff you'd like to have access to, but you don't have the money to. Jonah, just reach out to me by email, and I'll help you out. The next survey response is from S. June. Here's her feedback about the podcast. My most favorite type of episodes involve food-related content. I've always had a fondness for narrative or 
descriptions about food, even the ones I don't particularly like to eat. While soothing narratives have always appealed to me, the whispering aspect of ASMR voices was just kind of so-so. I suppose it had to do with the amount of breath or breathiness that's present, although I know that can be a positive for others. Well, you have somehow achieved a balance of whispering that works well for me. Thank you for bringing such a soothing voice into the lives of many. By the way, I really had to smile at the Bob Ross episode. To think he had that effect on so many of us, even before we knew that effect had a name. As a kid, Garrison Keillor's voice had the same effect. It still does, despite controversies about his character. As does the author, Toni Morrison's voice on her audiobooks. And here's some relaxation tips from S. June. I love the rambling through the imaginary worlds I've encountered through video games, books, and other role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons being the most widely known example. Building my own characters and environments also relaxes me. Just make sure to avoid the likes of the survival horror genre, unless that works for you. Yeah, Bob Ross is pretty wonderful, isn't he? There's just something about him that even even people who, who don't like ASMR videos, they say they still like Bob Ross. Like I, I've never heard anyone say, oh, I can't stand that Bob Ross. <laughs> he seems to have like a 100% approval rating. He's nailed it as like, ASMR artist before ASMR artists even existed. So curious. The next feedback is from Shen. Here's his feedback about the podcast. The trivia episode was my favorite. I'd like to thank you for helping me fall asleep. I really like the level of your volume and your mic. I think you're doing a great job. Please keep it up. We need more generous people like you in the world. You really help me with my anxiety and depression. And here's some relaxation tips from Shen. Talking to friends has really helped lift my mood. I often have irrational thoughts, and they help me to see clearly 
so I would say talking to friends and family is always a good first step. I also find that trying out a new activity or hobby can distract you and lift your mood as you progress. So things like art can really help me there. And finally, I've really found that journaling has helped me to see how far I've come and allows me to read inspiring messages from past journal entries. Shen, thank you for all your feedback in the survey. I feel like I'm going to disappoint you because you really like the trivia episodes. But I think I have to push those on over to the bonus podcast. And now I'm also worried that you said how much you like my mic. And now I just switched my mics. So I, I hope it still sounds good for you. I was really impressed by your relaxation tips. Not, not because they're better than anyone else's, but because they said a lot about you and that you're very kind of a deep, thoughtful, and introspective person is kind of what I got out of your tips. And the whole thing about just talking to friends is, I mean, that's just great advice for anything. Um, learning to open up and share our thoughts and our worries with others definitely helps us in so many ways. I just thank you for all your feedback. And thank you to everyone for completing the survey. This is the end of tonight's chat. I hope you are deeply relaxed or even better deeply asleep. Good night. Sleep well.